Ahoy! Welcome into the Junk Drawer Podcast, part of the Cork Bats Podcast Network. If you think the Milk Crate Challenge is dumb, just wait till you listen to this podcast. Today is August 30th, 2021. What is up, junkies? I'm Austin. That's AD. What's up, AD? I just wanted to give a quick shout out to the man who eats two McDonald's sausage patties, a breakfast sandwich daily, drinks five Cokes a day, and eats Dairy Queen ice cream every week. I'm not talking about Jerry Jones. I'm talking about Warren Buffett. Happy birthday, Warren Buffett. Happy birthday, Warren Buffett. Man, I didn't even I, – I feel like we should have done something in, in honor of, of the man. Have. Also, when you read off that order, I was I – was, a thousand percent thinking you were going Ben Roethlisberger. Oh, Ben Roethlisberger. (laughs) Right. Uh, Guys, uh, we're legally required to tell you to subscribe, rate and review. If you're listening to the podcast, if you're watching the live stream on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, no, not Instagram. Oh gosh. Instagram. We'll get to Instagram in a little bit. Yeah. yeah, We'll get to Instagram in a little bit, but Facebook, YouTube, or Twitter, Uh, Go ahead and hit that retweet button. uh, Hit that share button. Let's get more people in here. The more people we have in here, the more fun it can be. Uh, And because you guys can interact with the with the show, you can comment along. You can uh, you can join us in our discussion. The best best comments get added to the show. Uh, We've had some really funny commenters in uh, previous weeks, and we we hope to keep that going. We want we want you guys to bring your greatness to. to this show because it is it's our show it's not yeah, just turn, it's not just our show it's our, our show collectively yes. it's a collective us uh, it's a collective we um so yeah so feel free to comment along as we go uh we'll have a frank fact to end the show uh we'll get into good as back always. ugly yeah as we do um ad quick name a song oh this one this one's easy uh jail off jail the album Donda, Donda. Oh, not part I... two, not part two. We're talking about jail part one. Yeah. Cause jail part two did not make it onto the album. Did it? It, but it did. I don't know what, what did that it? Was. okay. I mean, he I, was complaining I that it. didn't. Yeah. I, I heard it. So I, I yeah. Uh, no, that's great. Album. All right. So jail. Wow. AD. Good job. Name a woman now. Uh, Donda. <laughs> rest in peace As, uh, yeah all right all right b but it, it's fair right that's fair game it, that's fair that's fair yeah As, i mean it's a woman we didn't say dead or alive uh at least you said an actual woman instead of uh what was it uh little debbie or what who'd you say that Bet, one week betty betty crocker betty, uh, betty crocker yeah which many of you out there who may think she's a real person she's not Betty Crocker, not real a real person. So what we do is we we play a uh, we have our our staple segment on this podcast called Good Back and Ugly, uh, where we hit you with a good of the week, a back of the week, and an ugly of the week. And as we do, I mean, obviously, we start with our guy AD. AD, what do you got for your good of the week? Well, I have a little video. This made its rounds a couple of days ago, but I, I have to bring it up on the podcast here. It's uh, it, it's a great video, and it it's uh it's it'll just make you laugh for sure okay and uh this was in the video here it's coming right here all right so we're at the little league world series we have a couple kids you know watching watching the game and there's a picture being shown (laughs) yeah Uh, there's a picture of a woman uh for our podcast (laughs) audience a picture of a woman uh which appears to have large breasts um and as you can see, one kid is showing the other kid his phone. And yeah. the, the, the camera work is excellent on this video. I mean, the zoom in to see exactly what the kid, the kid was looking at 
<laughs> and then to zoom out to pan out to see his reaction just made it like, yeah just a, just a woman showing a lot of cleave is what i can see and just a couple of little leaguers sitting up on the hill in the outfield of a little league world series game and the the kid's reaction is how would you describe it? It's more of like a like like uh, or like a like uh, yeah, just like in awe, just in <laughs> awe. It's like uh, just like a couple buddies, you know, just, just right just showing showing uh, some skin to these. To a yeah, these these kids are young enough to where it's like they probably just stopped breastfeeding themselves. So <laughs> he's probably just like, man, I'm I'm so thirsty right now. <laughs> I mean, so so these kids are twelve, right? Like, they're, like they're in the yeah, they, yeah, they yeah, right. Be 12, they like, have to so. be twelve. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> but let's just say these aren't these aren't the twelve year olds that like have like mustaches or like hit their growth sports early. These are these are the young looking twelve year olds. Yes. Uh, the, the, but yeah, but look, as as most kids are, and most adults are, just men in general, just wowed by the uh, the bosoms of. Uh, it's you could you could tell this kid has Google searched boobs before. You know? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I want to know what he's looking at. Like, is it an Instagram? Do you think it's an Instagram or like a TikTok? Like, like who who is this lady? Who is the yeah this, right? This, this woman? Yeah, like where did he find said said female? I, I mean, my first instinct would say Google. It had to be that. You it had to be that. Straight up but, Googled. Yeah, but just ridiculous to have caught this on camera, and of course. It made it yeah. rounds in the internet. I mean, like and you said, well done to the camera person for being able to snap this. Like that was like because it's it's literally like as they're they're coming back from commercial on uh on Little League World Series broadcast, and they just happened to catch that. Like, and this kid is just uh like he just well, you could just tell he lets out an audible sigh. Can can you blame the camera in though? Because let's let's remember the fact that he is filming. Little League World Series. It can get a little boring at times, right? You sure. gotta you gotta get some entertainment in there. You gotta get Definitely. a little little mix up and and I mean to his credit, you know, he made something go viral. So I mean hats also, off to him, really. Yeah, what what's that? What's the kid drinking too? Is that an energy drink? It has to be, right? It from a distance, it almost looks like a truly or something like a seltzer <laughs> or something. But, but we have to remind ourselves these kids are 10. So I mean, he, he, or twelve rather. So he's not he's not drinking. But I mean, who knows if these dudes are if these dudes are already uh freaking you know checking out porn on their phones like they might <laughs> like they may be drinking too. We don't know. Kids these days grow up so much faster than we did. Yeah, uh, yeah. Like these kids are already in high school for all that we know. But they like, could, you know, they're probably acting like it. That's for sure. Right. Um. All right. So uh, my good of the week. Uh, I uh. So I actually just found this out literally right before we came on this podcast. Uh, oh. I got a uh, an Adam Schefter tweet alert. Okay, mm -hmm. and it's those are always fun, right? Oh yeah, oh because you never know where it's going to go. Today mm -hmm. he had a typo in one of his tweets and he had to correct it. He said the bus are, is releasing, and what he meant to say was bucks. The bucks. So, I did see that. Yeah. And so then the next tweet he made a uh, Jerome Bettis joke. Adam Schefter just the. The, the go-to source for, for comedy. Do, uh, does he have someone tweet for him, do you think? Or no. is it? I think he tweets yeah, himself. Him. Uh, he him. has okay. to, right. Or, or his just daughter, the, maybe? With the amount had, he tweets? I've, I've had some hunches that it's just been his daughter a couple of times. But, really? Wait, yeah. I, I kind of want to dig a little deeper into this. Well, you know how his daughter, uh, she um, 
she did like some sideline reporting. She's done yeah. like interviewed a couple of players. I think it's just he's like grooming her to be the next Adam Schefter. So, so she like, has she has access to his account. She's yeah, I think little by little he's giving her little pieces of things to do. And, you know, maybe today was one of those mistakes. Yeah, that's true. That's true. It just feels like that would be another step into getting the news to the people. And you know how Schefter wants to be first. So I almost feel like and Ian Rappaport too. So right. Yes. You know, you see a Schefter tweet, you better believe within a minute or two minutes, you will see an Ian Rappaport tweet. Very similar, but a little different. Uh, so, uh, I got this, saw this tweet, uh, the Browns have released former fourth round pick safety Sheldrick Redwine, uh, per source. Uh, now the, I, I just want this, I want us to take a quick moment of silence for LeBron James. As we know, the Browns mm. are one of his favorite teams. Wow. Keyword one of, yes. uh, and, uh, I just think it's sad because like, here it was like one of his favorite teams and they had a guy on their team named red wine. <laughs> like do you that's think that the, they, they, they had to draft him because of LeBron. They had like to have like LeBron like had no to have weighed into that decision. Like how do we win LeBron's fandom back from the Dallas Cowboys? <laughs> I think we draft this safety named red wine. That's the, sheesh. that's really sheesh. Sheesh. And they let him go. Oh no! I guess no. Tomorrow's Taco Tuesday, so uh, LeBron will. Oh my God! Yeah. Well, could you imagine if that happened on Taco Tuesday? Oh gosh, Tuesday? that would be the saddest Taco Tuesday in LeBron's life. Uh, but no, the the another uh, my other good of the week, and this is one that uh, that I think we we have seen we have all seen so far. Hang on, let me. Uh... Oh, I'm, I'm glad I'm glad you're bringing this up. Can you can you see it? I, can't uh, I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, can you can you hear it though? Can you I hear, can it? hear it? I can okay. hear it. Yeah. All right. So uh, I, I need to uh, I need to tweet this out. But all right. So as we all well, know, Trent Trent Dilfer is a, the head coach at Lipscomb Academy in Nashville, Tennessee. Okay. He used to live right down the street from Lipscomb. I had a lot of friends that went to Lipscomb. Oh, okay. oh, for real? Okay. Yes. Okay. So, yeah. so this is a little personal for you then. This is a little uh, bit. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, and we all know that Trent Dilfer was the luckiest quarterback ever to win a Super Bowl. Let's just throw that out there. Luckiest. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if yes, Ray no, Lewis he... wasn't on the team, then you know he may not even be coaching high school if 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 he didn't win that Super Bowl. So. And, no, and that's I mean, that's a good point. I'm glad I'm glad you brought that up because, like, yeah, you're right. Like, it's like let's be real with ourselves. Like Trent Dilfer, <laughs> Trent Dilfer, um, like, has no business being in the quarterbacks who have won a Super Bowl, uh, Super Bowl, like camp, like in, in that club. But somehow he is. And, and go so, ahead. Also, to his credit, though, he's turned it into. Uh, not only a high school football coaching career, but a broadcast career. He was remember the Dilfer dime for for the longest time. There? The Dilfer like dimes. Yeah. He had a TV like, analyst. I think one of my most favorite Trent Dilfer sayings on TV was, uh, what did he say? He goes, you can't lose the game in this league and still win, <laughs> which is like, Oh damn, I mean, that's, that's so true. That's like an that's like an ancient proverb right there. That's like that, it really the wisest, is an ancient, ancient proverb. Ever say. 
So he's coaching Friday night. I This has to be Lipscomb Academy's either first or second game of the season. And he's coaching his team at Lipscomb. And this video went viral over the weekend. And he's just he's just grabbing a dude and he's and he's he's pushing him back. And he's yelling. And he's screaming. You can hear him in the video. Uh, let me see if I can get the sound on for this video. Gilford doesn't like when his players talk back. It's the video is almost ruined because of that stupid TikTok voice. But sit down, sit down. He's like yelling at his yelling at the dude. Sit down, sit down. Ah. Like and it's his, like in look, his face. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And it's like we've all. We've all, if you've played football, you obviously like you've probably been chewed out by a coach like this before. Like it's it's happened, and it's just Hundreds funny because it's like it's Trent Dilfer, and you know a lot of people are like, "Oh, he has no business being a head coach. Like he shouldn't. He's a bad head coach." Here's a counterpoint for you: maybe he's just a great offensive line coach. Do we ever think about that? <laughs> Look at this form. Look at this form. Okay. I mean, he's he's up under the pads. He's he's got good level. He's he's, he's lower than his man. His I mean, hands are inside. His hands mm -hmm. are inside. He's driving him back, pushes him, and then he directs him. In fact, he didn't even have to pancake block him. He just tells him to get on the ground himself. <laughs> like he just and points. He did. And, and, he, and did. he did. And the kid <laughs> listened. Kid didn't get the sack. Like am I like you know what the coaches say? They say, do as I do, not as I say. He's leading by example here. Leading so. by example, AD, and that's what you want out of a coach. To me, Trent Dilfer is okay. You say he's not a great head coach, and he has no right to like treating kids this way. Or maybe he's just a great offensive line coach. There we go. How about that? I I, I love that. But honestly, anyone who's outraged by this video clearly hasn't played football, or at least played football <laughs> right. in the last. 10, 15 years, because th this is stuff like this happens every single day yeah. on the football field. Like this is not a big deal. I, I thought when I saw the headline, I was like, Oh my God, what did Trent Dilfer do? I was like, yeah, did he, did he like hurt someone? Did he like, you know, is there an issue? Like, did he do something really bad with a, you know, hurting a high school kid? But no, he, the only thing he hurt was maybe that kid's feelings. Like, uh, yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. And let me let's just say the those, those kids feelings are questionable for next week's game. They're day to day right now. Okay? <laughs> it is. And, and not to look, not to brag, but AD and I, we played, we played, we both played high school football. You know, we, so we uh, dabbled and yeah, we dabbled a little football. And like, if we took our shirts off right now, it's a good thing. We probably have our shirts on. You'd see. I was so thinking much that. Cause we are the, we are as manly as they come. So it's like, I was thinking Trent Dilfer reading a high school player like this. It's like, so what big whoop. All right. The kid, maybe the kid deserved it. <laughs> you know, maybe the kid needed a little, uh, chew well, out. And well, look, what, the, did you ahead. hear the TikTok voice? Trent Dilfer doesn't like when his players talk back. His, yeah, so, so his player cool. clearly talking back before this video came out. And does, does anyone and, like that? Look, talking back to put, Look, not to put blame on a high school kid, because that's probably not the right take to have, especially on the internet in 2021. Uh, but look, look, the kid slams the helmet down. He, ah, look, two-handed bounce pass. Bah! Bah! <laughs> like, right there. Bam! And, he, and then, you know, like, he's shown a little attitude. He's shown a little attitude. And then this, he's, like, Trent Dilfer's got his get-back coach. The trainer's like, well, why don't you take a seat there, bud? And then, and then, yeah, just chalk this one up as a loss. Uh, this is, um, 
yeah, AD and I are, are like, we're, we're basically like, we're tough guys. And we would just want to prove that by saying, oh, this is nothing. Uh, <laughs> this is nothing. Uh, Philip Bernard says, Dilfer sounding like a fortune cookie. <laughs> no, wait, I don't know. Get that. Do you get that? No, I don't get it, but it's it's a funny comment for some reason. I don't know why. Hey, look, I'll take it. It sounds funny. Yeah. Sounds funny. Uh, Telling him to sit down? I, I don't know. Yeah. Frank Gilford. Yeah, I don't know. I guess, yeah, no. Now that I think about it, he does sound exactly like a fortune cookie. Like a fortune cookie, yeah. Look, I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, thanks, Philip. Oh, oh, did my freaking mic cut out? I think it did. Hang on. It, it sounds a little soft. Uh, nope. I, I, nah. Well, while we have uh, some technical difficulties here, I believe. Oh, not uh, now. It's muted for you. Are you? You're muted. Your yourself is muted up there. My uh, there my go. mic my or my battery died on my mic uh, box. So. I'm just gonna go headphone mic from here on out. Oh, How about that. Okay. Well, that's it. Okay. Sounds it sounds better than it did. So that's good. That's good. So Trent Dilfer, my uh, my my, I'm gonna say my good of the week because he's a great offensive line coach, in my opinion. Hands inside, uh, drove the kid back, really really led by example, and I think that's important. That's important in today's coaching, you know. It is because kids these it days is. like like obviously like you can't be. You, you know, you can't be too aggressive with them with your words or else like people are going to freak out. So like you got to show them by example. And that's what Trent Dilford did. So um, and then finally, my last good of the week at Corkbats 2 on Instagram, people, if you're listening to if you can hear my voice right now, if you can hear my voice, go follow. Uh, oh, 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 <laughs> that's, Philip that's what I was for it. Philip Bernard saying it was the whole you can't lose the game and still win thing, uh, which that is a great um that, that needs is, to be on a fortune cookie that needs to be that, on a fortune cookie well played well played philip yeah i'm I, philip I, hang on i'm gonna see if i can pull that if i can pull it here it is boom got it uh here we go uh this is this is the clip we are in reference to and philip our man philip bernard is also in reference to um i hope you can hear it uh Mm. No, I can't hear it. You can't hear it. You can't hear it. No. Damn it! Mm -mm. But just, just seeing who was the other person in that clip? I see Trent Delfer. Where? Oh no! Wait! Oh no! Wait! No, I didn't even pull up the right clip. I didn't even. Uh, I didn't even pull up the right clip. Here's the right clip. Can you hear that? games in the NFL and still win. So yes. Is that <laughs> you can games. games in the NFL and still win. You can't still win. You can't. I mean, but think about that on a deeper level. Like so he's talking about he's talking about playoffs. He's talking about the future. You know, he, he could be it's, talking about dra draft picks for that we know. Like I mean you you find me one team in the NFL that has lost a game in the NFL and still won. Uh, um I'm having a really hard time coming up. I'm, I am too, dude. I am too. And that is why this dude is head coaching material. That is why Trent Dilfer is as, as good as they get, you know? And, and again, look, I grew up in the middle of Tennessee area. Okay. Lipscomb Academy. I know a ton of people that went to Lipscomb. It's a private school, private school mm -hmm. kids, you know, as a public a little, school little, guy, little sheltered. I'm not going to say shelter, but I'm going to say could, 
pop off easy could uh could be yeah. you know, a little 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 spoiled if you will you know like i'm, yeah. I'm not saying i'm not saying well i'm just that makes saying sense. That you know makes sense and that so maybe maybe the kid was like being a little like too entitled and Trent Dilfer was like, bro, all right. I was the freaking I, I was the quarterback for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Okay. <laughs> I was the quarterback for the Baltimore Ravens. Okay. I I I I was the quarterback and and did not lead my team to a Super Bowl as well as the linebacker did. Okay. Don't talk to me about entitled. Don't talk to me yeah. about spoiled. <laughs> All right. You can't win games in the NFL and still lose. Remember that. Remember that. And I'm I'm actually picturing that this kid, like I'm I'm sure like he didn't want to go out for like punt team or something like that, like or like kickoff. And he's like, No, I don't want to go out and kickoff. And then like Trump's like like, second. Yeah. Yeah. Well then you're gonna sit on the bench then, you know? Yeah, yeah. That in fact that's probably exactly how it went down. I'd be willing to bet. I'd be willing to put my life savings on it. If the video uh, were to start before that, yes, I think it would. Yeah, yeah, right, right. If the video started right before that, it was like, all right, number four, come on, get out there on the kickoff team. He's like, I don't want to do kickoff team. And then it was just, and then it was <laughs> like, oh, you don't? You don't? Or, I'm going to make an example out like, of you. Or, or number four was like, hey, coach, do you mind showing me that great blocking technique? And he's like, yeah, sure. <laughs> and then it and went then, viral on TikTok. Yeah, and then it's and then sure enough, it's 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 the video you we know of now. So, um, all right, AD, what do you got for your back of the week? Okay, so over the weekend, Drew Brees made his debut in the booth. Did you did you catch that? I I caught a I caught a little glimpse of it. Yeah, I caught a little bit of it. So he made his debut, but. My back of the week is his hairline. Drew Brees. No. So the fine folks over at uh, Pick Six Podcasts went ahead and pulled up a little comparison here to see Drew's hair through the years. And oh my gosh! Twenty fourteen. You know, it, it's basically already gone. Like I don't even think just for men or. Uh, the hair club is going to save you on that one. Like, yeah, no LeBron. I think LeBron might be envious of how much hair drew had back then actually, but yeah. Then you move to 2020. He tried to hide it. He tried to do the old, like I, I, you know, I just shaved my head anyway. You know, it's, you know, my, my, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't hairline, hair bro. I, yeah, look, yeah, I, I, I shave it, <laughs> which and is, then, which is like, that's the last ditch effort. Once you see guys like shave their heads, like I have a few friends who started to lose their hair in their twenties. And like by by the time they thir- turned thirty, they they went shaved head look. That's always a tough look because it's like yeah, it's, we know it's, like we know why you went shaved head. It's it, tough. It's hard. It's hard to recover from that. <laughs> it's it's very it's hard to come back from that. But here here we you've got a photo of Drew Brees that did. <laughs> so Drew Brees back from the dead, I guess. I, I mean, a miraculous recovery. And you know what I think he would pull. You know what I think he would say. Because this is one year after he retired, I guess, you know, before he handed over the reins to Jameis Winston. Um, This is only one year's time, but he would definitely say, well, I don't have to wear a helmet anymore. So that's why my hair grew back. You know, it's it's the helmet (laughs) that made me made me lose my hair. 
Yeah, and yeah. Miraculously, it made a comeback. And here, and, and here yeah, he as is. someone who's like who's not good at science, that logic actually makes sense to me. It's probably people, nothing about it is true, but it but for my dumb science brain, yeah, it makes sense. Well, and especially like someone like you or I, who's pretty much wearing a hat at all times, like that that that, that logic just does not make sense. As if like there's something in a helmet that just does not right. allow your hair to grow. Yeah. Like, uh, but I, I think I think Drew he should have realized that this that people were going to go in the archives. Like Drew, you're oh, not yeah. fooling anyone here. Like, right. This... Well, this is this is like the Brian Urlacher. The Brian Urlacher who went com- went from completely bald one year to all of a sudden just having hair, and it like creeped the hell out of all of us. It was like, whoa, what? I didn't even know Brian Urlacher could grow hair. It, it, you know, that's, it's like that's if, uh, yeah, that's freaky. <laughs> it's like if something you don't expect, it all of a sudden just becomes a chia pet. You know, it's like like my microphone yes. right here. You know, like if my microphone, like if I came back tomorrow and my microphone just had like grass growing out of it, I'm like, we've, you mean to tell me this thing's been a chia pet this whole time? This entire time. And yeah, that's <laughs> Drew Brees. The, the comments are just hilarious on this too. Like, damn, football must have been stressful as hell. <laughs> like, no. <laughs> <laughs> Not having to put oh, a helmet on every day. Someone said it. Someone said it. See? Oh, my God. See? See, people actually saying. believe that shit. Yeah. I mean, oh, look, man. I mean, uh, and, and tell me this. Does Drew Brees look a lot like Jason Witten in that 2021 photo? Like, for, for our podcast audience, like, there's a photo of Drew Brees in the booth, sitting next to Al Michaels, and he looks... If I just like looked at it real quick, I'd be like, "That's Jason Witten in the booth." Like, you'd be saying, "Like, why the hell, why the hell did this? ESPN? Why did ESPN bring Jason Witten back?" <laughs> like, right and here we are. Right here we are. We're like, wait, this guy actually doesn't sound too bad, you know? Like, because I, honestly, I didn't hear, I didn't watch this game at all. I'm over preseason. I'm ready for regular season. I don't. Do we know how he sounded? Did he sound good? Like with Al Michaels, was it so? A good all pairing? I saw was. Uh, Al Michaels asked him if late in the season, if a team's quarterback goes down, which would, I mean, would probably be the Colts. Let's just, um, let's just assume (laughs) Carson Wentz, when Carson Wentz goes down, he's made of glass and Drew Brees' phone rings and Al Michaels made some joke about it. And then not, and your phone rings and it's not publisher's clearing (laughs) house. Okay. It's like, all right, that's a, that's a dated joke there. Al Michaels. That's Uh, the oldest that, (laughs) Al that Michaels joke turned you, over his grave. <laughs> his joke is showing his age worse than Drew Brees's hairline his is. Hair, okay. yeah. <laughs> like so, and so he so he puts he puts Drew Brees on the spot. Which credit to Al Michaels, dude, a pro's pro. Literally yeah. asking the question we're all wondering: like, is Drew Brees fully retired? And Drew's like, well, nah, nah, I'm, I'm, I like I like playing kitsch playing catch with my my sons, and uh, you know, and throwing batting practice to my sons. And then, like, basically saying, like, I'm pretty much retired. But it's like there was a little bit of that hesitancy to make us wonder, like, maybe. Well, eh? I, I interpreted that a, a different way. Um, that makes me think that he knows his arm is shot. Like, all he can do is really just, <laughs> just, just, just throw batting practice. Like, we well, all saw him last year. It was painful to watch. He okay. could barely throw it 20 yards. So, and, and that's fair. But here, counterpoint, last year we also thought his hairline was shot. <laughs> yes okay 
Okay. All right. You, you got me on that one. You got me. On that I, one. Like, <laughs> you know, you don't, you never, you never know. So um, we, we shouldn't count them out. We should not count we them out. Never count out Drew Brees unless it's like an NFC championship game or something. <laughs> and, yeah. Unless it's a playoff game. Uh, never count out Drew Brees. Oh, geez. Well, uh, all right. Back. My hair is at least is back. His hair is back. Um, my uh, my back of the week is Kanye West. Kanye West is back, folks. People are wondering, is Kanye West back? I'm here to tell you Kanye West is back. And He's- you can say what you will. There's a lot of people out there don't like Kanye West. I get it. Um, I had one guy jump into my, my Twitter mentions this week and was like, I have never listened to a Kanye West song in my entire life. And it's like, or he's like, I'm proud to say I've never heard a Kanye West song in my entire life. It's really? like, first of all, yeah. there's no way that's true. There, like, there's not. Like, if you're an adult human being from America, you have heard a Kanye West song at some point. You just don't realize you have. Unless unless he literally lives under a rock and has not been outside of that rock. <laughs> I mean, 25 like, years. Uh, Osama bin Laden died in 2010. Mm-hmm. And literally lived under a rock. And I'd be willing to bet that he heard a Kanye West song at some point. <laughs> <laughs> like Kanye West is, he, he, I mean, he is as much a part of pop culture as anyone is. And obviously with the rollout of this album, Donda, named after his uh, deceased mother, rest in peace. Right. Uh, it is, it, it's, it's, it's finally here, and it, he obviously stretched out this, this rollout. He did the stadium listening parties. He, he lived in, the, in said stadiums that he had these parties at. Um, it, was, it was a very long, drawn-out process. We were expecting this album at the beginning of August. Okay, Is that how long like ago the, it was? Uh, I knew it the, was a long time. but I'm pretty sure it was the first Friday in August we were expecting this album to drop. But instead, he did these listening parties, and he kept it going. Well, Sunday morning, the album finally drops. 27 songs, uh, many, many featuring artists on this thing. Jay-Z, DaBaby, DaBaby. Kid, Kid Cudi. Uh, uh, I don't know. I haven't did listened Tra- to the whole Travis thing. Scott, did Travis Scott make an appearance on that? He might have. Let's know. say so. Let's say yes. All right. Drew Brees' hairline has a featuring uh, verse. It's on back. It's back. All right. Like literally everyone who's everybody. Right. Uh, in fact, I was I asked Frank for his Frank fact this week to be the number of guys uh, to just list off the people that all have featured verses on this album. And he was like, I can't. He's like, I wouldn't have I wouldn't be able to get it to you in time for the podcast recording. And I was like, well, that's probably the truth. Right. I wouldn't, I don't want, we don't want this podcast to be two hours. So, um, but Kanye West is back and um, a lot of sports references in Donda. Okay. I've got, I've got a list of the sports references in Donda and uh, AD while I, while I tweet this out, have you listened to Donda yet? I did. I I feel like there's maybe three songs I still have to listen to. Um, I I like it. I do think it could have been ten to twelve songs shorter. Like it probably didn't need to be twenty seven. <laughs> some uh, some of them sound very similar. Uh, 
I'm not crazy about uh, the, like the organs, like sort of like the gospel. Like I feel like he already did that. Yeah, but it, it, it does have a, a gospel feel to it. It's similar so to I'm not, uh, Jesus I'm not is crazy. King. Yeah, I'm, I'm not crazy about that. Um, but overall, I, I mean, I I'm I'm happy with it. Do I think Drake's album will be better? I I don't know. I think it could be if it's not 27 songs. Yeah. Which um, I, I I don't know if Drake has 27 songs that he could put out right now, but I yeah, I know. I, well, and I think that, I feel like that was was not the whole competition though. Like Kanye was delaying it because of Drake's album. Or at least I think that's what he was doing to compete yeah. with it. He he wanted to go head to head with it. Like which when is Drake's album coming out? Do we know? September September 3rd. So that's that's this Okay. Week. Okay, so well, and then so Kanye drops this album and or it, it drops Sunday morning, but then he 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 releases um he he posts to his Instagram, which his Instagram only has, which if you're on Instagram, follow at corkbats2, uh drops uh Thursday. Uh and we're actually gonna drop it, unlike Kanye and, and Donda. We're not gonna keep yeah, putting yeah, it yeah. off. I'm not gonna delay it any further. Um, uh, let's see if this will work. I don't know. I don't know why my, why my, well, uh, so basically his Instagram says, uh, it's like a public outcry. here. AD I'm, uh, yeah, I'm putting, I, I just, he's like airing his, AD, I just sent you the link. add it to the screen. Okay. Yeah. So universal, apparently according to Kanye's Instagram, he, uh, universal put this album out against his will. He did not want the album to come out yet, which I don't know what, like, why is he, why imagine him? Like he wanted this album to take even longer to come out. So he, he posted this thing to Instagram saying universal put my album out without my approval. And they blocked jail two from being on the album, which did we ever confirm that jail two was not on the album? It it is on the album. So yeah, no jail, jail part two. It's the 24th track on there. So he's he's even wrong about that. Yeah, so Jail Part 2 is on there, along with OK, OK Part 2, uh, Junior Part 2, and Jesus Lord Part 2. So there's multiple sequels in this, in this album that well, all made it to, to, the, uh, to the, the track. Go ahead. I, 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 I sincerely think that Kanye did not want the album to be dropped until September 3rd because of Drake's album being released. He wanted yeah. to go head-to-head well, head with them. And right. It's well, and Universal's because, like Universal's like screw that. Let's let's not put it up head to head with another. Yeah. It's it's what movie studios do. They they say like why would we go head to head with another big blockbuster? Let's just drop it now. And then here enough, like sure enough, it's like it's breaking all these streaming records within the mm-hmm. first like twenty four hours. But it's wild. I, I think Drake waited until today because he was waiting for Kanye's album to be released. That's when he released the date for his new album. Oh, so okay. it was, it was very uh, like orchestrated. Like they were on from both sides. Like they were waiting. It was a big waiting game, like a shell game and almost. Like when you say Drake, uh, you mean uh, the guy from Degrassi? Yes. Mm-hmm. The guy okay. that got shot in Degrassi. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Classic. Uh, yeah. So let's go over real quick. The sports references made in Donda. Okay. You yeah. ready for this? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm ready. I-, I want you to tell me on, I want you to rate these. Okay. Um, I want you to rate these with uh, how you feel, how you feel these sports references are. Okay. In this mm-hmm. song off the grid, 
Kanye West sings, they play in soccer in my backyard. I think I see Messi. All right. Now I'm, I'm wondering if this is in re- in relation to him living at Mercedes Benz Stadium where the Atlanta United play. Oh, uh, Atlanta Football Club. Uh, Lionel Messi was not ever at the stadium when he was there. No. So it's a bit of a lie if it is in reference to that. Um, but yeah, the, but he was. And remember, he went to that MLS match in the same clothes that he wore from his first listening party. Yeah. Or People is he talking about his? Or, or is he talking about like his kids just like playing soccer in the backyard and like? Ooh, ooh, and his maybe, kids are, but you think his kids are good at soccer? His his one of his kids might be messy, and that's what he's thinking. Well, uh, now see, I like that as like a double entendre. If it's my kids messy, like like they just they they spill their food everywhere and everything. So <laughs> you know, no, yeah, they play soccer in my backyard. He likes a clean house. You saw where he was living in in the Falcon oh, yeah. Stadium, like very clean, very clean, very Not clean much to guy, it. very very basic. <laughs> That's a great point, AD. That's a great point, AD. Uh, let's give that a uh, let's give that a, a six, okay? Because just because we're not sure, out of ten, six out of ten. Uh, okay. okay, in the song, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> little Yachty okay. sings, "My dog locked up had more home runs than Babe Ruth." Boom. Um, <laughs> it's a little dated That's- of a reference, I would say. <laughs> That's a head scratcher, though, because yeah, I, I, maybe I'm not familiar with what the term home run means. Like, what 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 could be a home run that could get you locked up? You know what I mean? Like that. That's that's my dog I can't. locked up had more home runs than Babe Ruth. Do you think he's like 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 a home invasion? Maybe. Oh, oh, okay, okay. Had um, more home runs than Babe Ruth, but like. There's been more guy like there are literally two other players since Babe Ruth who have hit more home runs than Babe Ruth. So maybe his dog is either Barry Bonds or Hank Aaron. Rest in peace. Uh, Something to think about. I yeah, I, I just it, that's that one's a head scratcher. Little Yachty might have to clarify that one for us. So I, I'm going to give that one a four. <laughs> you- uh, what about, um, <laughs> all right. I agree with that one. Uh, in the song junior Kanye mm-hmm. West sings, let me Giannis. Mm-mm. I won with the bucks boy. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, this is, a t- this is a- now look, I-, I get on little Yachty for not making a timely reference. Kanye makes a reference. That's almost too timely. Like it just yeah. happened. <laughs> Like he he literally just wrote that verse last week. He has written that verse since mid July. Okay, wait, read that one to me again. Giannis, let me wait. let me Giannis. I won with the Bucks, boy. Uh, there's some mm-mms in between there. Mm-hmm. Let me Gian, mm-hmm. let me Giannis. Mm-mm. I won with the Bucks, boy. Mm-mm. <laughs> is that is that a dig like at LeBron for making super teams like? Just like commentary on how Giannis Ooh. did actually win with the Bucks, didn't go somewhere. He won else with the Bucks, mm-hmm. right? He did not. Yeah, he did not take the Bucks to play somewhere else. You know, you know what I mean? <laughs> oh wow! Full circle. This is let's one. get deep with Kanye's yeah. lyrics here. <laughs> I give that also one a nine. nothing. 
nothing better on the internet than a couple of white dudes breaking down Kanye West's lyrics. Uh, have you ever heard of that podcast that they actually do dissect lyrics? And like, I always wonder how they do that. Like, like how they? Yeah, they'll I mean, go I through think... rap. They'll go through rap songs and go through line by line of all, all like a specific artist's songs and dissect their lyrics. But how do they do that? How do they know? Or is it just them I mean, guessing? Like we're guessing right now. I'm, no, I mean, yeah, I'm saying it's exactly like we're doing it right now. You know, uh, what's your what's your rating for the honest line? I like that one. That's a nine. That's a nine for me. Nine. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Nine. Giannis mm-hmm. wins again. And then lastly, in Junior Part Two, the uh, line by Playboy Cardi, he says, "I'm in Mercedes. Uh uh. Mm-mm. This is not practice. Uh. Mm-mm. I think this is again in reference to living in Mercedes Benz Stadium. So once again, a very timely line this is yeah well and there's that's like now like our second reference that w- that could be related to kanye living in the stadium which tells me that kanye like maybe kanye like at that first listening party like the album wasn't even ready i think that's when he started the album and that's why it took so long for it to come out <laughs> he said to tweak it a little bit here and there yeah, yeah. like he, here he is like it's not perfected yet or maybe it's like oh it's not started yet kanye like well, i'm on to you dude well, so uh, been doing some driving. So we're listening to the Seth Rogen audiobook, which I would recommend to anyone out there. And he tells a story about know. Kanye. He tells a story about Kanye. And Kanye did a private listening party or like not party because it was just him and Seth Rogen's wife. Or would you call that a party? Is it three people a party? Uh, uh, three, three's a party, two's, right? a, two's, a, two's a crowd. Three's, Three's a company. company. Okay, so Three's company. It was a, com- it was a, a crowd. Four, I think four is a party. Okay, so it was a listening company. Uh, <laughs> Kanye played all these songs for them. It was like 20, 20 something songs. And this was years ago, too. Um, and he said whenever the, fi- the album finally dropped, none of the songs that he played for them were on the album. So I, I feel like Kanye just has all these things that he's constantly working on that like that. And that's the thing. It's like, you know how, like when, when artists die, like, like 20 years later, we're like unreleased tracks from their, like, you know, like John Lennon unreleased out like songs that like never hit. Mm -hmm. And like, then they get released as an, as an album. We're going to get so many of those from Kanye. We might get more unreleased songs from Kanye after he's dead. than we get actual songs released from him now that he's living. I mean, we just had 27 on one album. So imagine what, what else he's working on behind closed doors. Oh my gosh. Uh, all right. Let's, uh, let's, let's get to your, uh, let's get to, oh wait, what are we going to give that one? I'm in Mercedes. Uh, uh, this is not practice. What's the rating? That that could be the, the worst one yet. I'm giving that okay. one like a two, a two. two and a half, okay. two and a half. Uh, all right. What's uh, what do you got for your ugly? Uh, I've got another video here. Um, my ugly of the week. It's the milk crate challenge. So last week it, it was my good of the week. And this week it is my ugly of the week. And okay. You will know why in a second here. So there's our guy. Uh, there's our guy. Mr. John Sherman Smith Schuster. He, uh, so 
this this is this video is is hilarious to me for two reasons. And uh, let me play the video here. Here's Juju doing the milk crate challenge, and we didn't see the bit the beginning of the video, so we don't really know how it went going up. But clearly, you know, he is successful in completing the milk yeah. crate challenge. Um, he he steps down. He looks he actually looks pretty good up there, but. I just, it's a real head scratcher for me because number one, I know exactly where this is, where he is. He's on Pitt's <laughs> campus. Oh, dude. he's on Pitt. Okay. He's on Pitt, Pitt's campus right now in front of the Cathedral Learning, the big building on Pitt's campus. So he's literally like driving over to Oakland in, in Pittsburgh and like meeting up with college kids to do the milk crate challenge. Like, like what is going on here? You uh, are an, you you are an NFL player. You have a game in a week and a half, and and or two weeks, I guess, at this point. And you're like, how many yeah, people seeing get injured? The viral, yeah, the viral sensation that we have seen left people uh, with bloody noses, bloody hospitalized, <laughs> broken arms. Yeah, like just completely broken ribs. We've seen it all from this challenge, AD. I don't think you're going to like my take on this whole thing. But what I, I mean, was the biggest what was the biggest complaint about Juju last year? It's his off the field stuff. And, the, and this is the, exactly the, the dancing. The, the, I mean the, tic, the dancing the TikToks. TikToks like, the TikToks at center field, Corvette, it's, Corvette, hopping it's, it's all the shit that has nothing to do with football. That's the thing. Right. So and, everyone was so mad at this guy last year. For his dancing TikToks. Now what he's it, moved on. It? Yeah. Now he's moved on to TikToks that feature no dancing. Viral. viral so you challenges. could say he's. You could say he's maturing. You could say he's maturing. You could say that Juju listened to his haters. Juju finally was like, "All right, I'm not. Uh, all right, fine. You don't want to see me dance? I'll try milk crate challenges instead. Let's see how that plays." <laughs> Do you guys like and this now, better? Now, like this see, he, he's brilliant because now every Steelers fan is like hoping he goes back to the dancing. Now every Steelers fan is going to be like, please go back to the dancing. We're sorry we ever said anything about the dancing. Go back to that as long as you're not right. doing this. We just don't so want you to get it, hurt. Look, Juju's going galaxy brain, all right? Yeah. He's going galaxy brain on everything. Big, big brain. But but here's, here's the part that I can't get past because I, I went to Pitt. <laughs> I, I know what it's like over Hail, there. H2P. Hail to Pitt. Hail to Pitt. I am an alumni. I am not a season not ticket brag. holder for Pitt. <laughs> not a season ticket holder for Pitt. But um, I – so Juju is 24. Um, so I mean, the normal college graduate, undergraduate is what, 22? So Juju yeah. is two years, two years removed from being college aged or at least undergraduate aged. And he's going back to campus to like, like, it just seems very off. Like I, I, I couldn't find myself going there two years after school and being like, what's up? How do you do fellow kids? You know, like, let's get, let's do the, uh, the TikTok challenge. Like, like he just, he, he loves the limelight way too much. And like, imagine if he did fall and hurt himself here and someone caught it on video would the Steelers just release him? I feel like they would have no choice. 
Like, imagine um, how stu- stupid of a headline that is. NFL superstar <laughs> gets injured doing a viral video challenge on TikTok. Okay. It's, it's just, now, let me ask the, you this. The optics just aren't good. That's that's all. Is this – like, who did Juju play under just a couple of years ago? Like at, at USC? No, at in Pittsburgh. His rookie season. Who did he play under? Like coach? Or what are you talking about? No, no, no. no. Oh, at, Antonio at, at Brown. Anto- Antonio Brown, yeah. yeah. Antonio Brown. Mm-hmm. So really, Juju's just doing what he's been taught. Uh, Juju's just been he's been yeah. he's been taught to do dumb stuff over and over, which is exactly what his protege did. AB wow. AB you, does dumb stuff. Th- this so is my, really, my third eye not, opening up. Right, you're you you're awakening me right now. <laughs> you can't get mad at Juju for this. You have to yeah. get mad at the system, the the system that was put in place by Antonio Brown, who's still doing dumb stuff, by the way. He's, he's getting he fights lives. down in practice against the Titans. Uh, it's, so it's like, don't, don't shoot the messenger type type deal. It, exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, uh, you can't get mad at, you know, Mike Golick jr. For getting into radio. Look what his dad did. Okay? <laughs> yeah, Mike oh, yeah, I mean, senior. It was written in the stars, right? Like it was written. Look, this is just, he's just doing what he, what he was taught. You know, man, manifest destiny here. Um, the uh, uh, yeah. So uh, look, so so you're not you're not thrilled with Juju as a Steelers fan. You're not you're not thrilled with him. It, it wouldn't be the the first thing I'd want him to do with his <laughs> free time. You know, I, and I, I, I think it, I think it's funny because uh, I first saw this post on Pit Barstool and it was deleted within minutes. So I don't know if Juju, I don't know if Juju's camp caught wind of it or something, but like, dude, we're in 2021. Look at all the people that are standing around him. Like, you think one person out there doesn't have their phone on you? You know, like, right? If you if you thought for one second that this video wouldn't get out, then maybe he is that dumb. I don't know. And he, look, and I and I know I know you're 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 very frustrated. You're very uh, as a Steelers fan, you're like you don't want to see your guy do the milk crate challenge. But again, right. here's another counterpoint. <laughs> he completed the milk crate challenge. Like dude. we got to give him some credit there. We got to give dude. him some props, dude. I, I don't see uh Julio or AJ, AJ Brown going out there doing the challenge. So, I mean, like literally all last week, we did an entire segment on all of the fails that we have seen <laughs> with the milk crate. challenge. Yes. yes. Some people may and have died. Here we are. We here we are from those videos. <laughs> People could have died doing the milk crate challenge, and here Juju is completing it successfully. Not a scratch on his body. I think that deserves some praise. I I'm all for it. So a round of applause. Well, good job, Juju. Good, good, good job, good, Juju. Good Juju, perhaps. That that look. That's some good Juju going into the season. People are people are asking. People are asking. All right. Uh, my uh, my fi- my ugly of the week. The Mets booing their fans. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, the. <laughs> you mean you mean oh, the secret man. code? The secret code. 
The secret code, yeah, which, which it is no longer a secret. We we all know what the secret code is. Which that like the first first rule about Boo Club should be that like you don't talk about Boo Club, right? Boo like, Club. <laughs> like if I'm the Mets, like Javi, like if you're gonna boo the fans, like don't let it be known that's what you're doing. I I don't know. Part of me thinks like that's 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 kind of on them. Um. But uh, but no. So as we all know, so or uh, as you may not know, Javi Baez was asked. Um, hang on, I need to. Which which I also I, I, I just can't get over the fact that they traded for him, and they're still in this position that they are right now. Like they're the, they're below five hundred. The, the Mets have had a brutal brutal August, like bad, like and obviously that's just I'm just talking about their record let alone all of this crap that has happened on the field. They are something like eight and 15 or something in the month of August when they were, when they came into the year four games, I, I think they had like a four game lead. Uh, they did. They were, they the were division. leading the NL East. Yeah. They were leading the NL East. And now all of a sudden they're, I mean, they're, they're almost out of it. They're almost out of the race now. All I right? think they, so I think they basically are out of it. Mets fans are frustrated. Uh, so in turn, uh, the, the Mets players are frustrated because Mets fans are booing them. Uh, can you hear this? Can you hear that? Mm -mm. No. Okay. No. Damn it. Uh, all right. Well, so basically, uh, Javi says I play for the fans and I love the fans, but if they're going to do that in referring to booing, they're putting more pressure on the team. And basically said that the team, whenever they, they get a double or a single or a hit or anything, they do a thumbs down back to their own dugout, okay? And that is their way of booing the fans. Because if the, boo, if the fans are going to boo them when they don't have success, when, they, when the players do have success, they're going to boo the fans right back. They're going give, to give it right back to them. I mean, that's one way to approach it, I guess, if you want. I mean, personally, I don't think I would do that. Just because the fans are essentially the livelihood that is sports, that is the, the lifeblood. Well, especially um, baseball. Yeah, and you're probably thinking, like, this is as bad as it can get, right? This is as Mets as it can as this situation can get, right? No, no, not even close. Okay. Because shortly after this whole thing goes out, so Javi comes clean and says, Yeah, we yeah, we we've been booing the fans because the fans suck. Uh the New York Mets drop a statement, okay? Oh Sandy Ald God. Alderson, their, their president, 73 years old, by the way. Look, I'm not, I'm not age-shaming anyone, but there comes a point where if, as the game gets younger, you might, there might be some disconnect there. might mm -hmm. be some out-of-touchness. <laughs> we, we saw a little bit with uh, Tony La Russa and the White Sox earlier this year, okay? So Sandy Alderson drops this statement. And he says in a, in a post-game press conference today, Javi Baez stated that his thumbs-down gesture during the game was a message to fans who recently have booed him and other players for poor performance. These comments and any gestures by him or other players with a similar intent are totally unacceptable and will not be tolerated. Mets fans are understandably frustrated over the team's recent performance. The players and the organization are equally frustrated but fans at City Field have every right to express their own disappointment. <laughs> this is the worst. Booing is every fan's right. The Mets will not tolerate any player gesture that is unprofessional 
in its meaning or is directed in a negative way toward our fans, I will be meeting with our players and our staff to convey this message directly. Mets fans are loyal, eh, passionate. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, passionate. Yeah, I'll give them passion. Can't take that uh, away from them. Yeah, knowledgeable. Nah, I don't know about that one either. Yeah. And more than willing to express themselves. Now that they are. That is the most true sentence in this whole statement. We love them for every one of these qualities. Okay? Now, AD, let's say hypothetically you're the president of baseball operations for a major league baseball team. And let's mm-hmm. say hypothetically your players start to boo the fans. Okay? Whenever they have any, any bit this of This is all hypothetical. Yeah. All hypothetical. Would you then drop a statement chastising your players for their actions and their conduct and take the side of the fans, knowing that probably at the end of the year, you're going to need to lure in some free agents to come play for your franchise and to come play at your city, come play for your team, to where you drop in a statement encouraging your fans that booing is great. Boo the team as much keep, as you want. Keep booing them. If they suck, boo the hell out of them. And if they try and boo you back, I'm going to rip them to shreds. All right? Would you do that if you were the president? Well, and not to mention, I can't imagine the number of players that are going to request a trade from the Mets as a result of this. Right. Because, well, because- and so, okay, yeah. Hold on, yeah, and that, that's a great point. That's a great point. Now, if you're president, would you draw? Would you do this move? Well, I, I guess. How else would you handle it though? Because you you need to be on one side. You can't if you're going to make a statement. You well, got to be on one side. I, so I, what, I think what you I think what you do is you handle a lot of it internally, and you don't drop a statement publicly. You don't chastising drop a statement. That's probably the, that's probably the solution, right? Yeah. Now, so then my next question is: You're a free agent. You're looking for a team and the Mets come calling. Hey, AD, we got, we're going to offer you a lot of money. Knowing that if you suck, the fans are going to boo you. And if you, if that bothers you in any way, the team is going to take the fan side. <laughs> well, at the end of the day, the fans are probably paying all of their salaries. So maybe you have to do something like that. Yeah. Yes. But the fans aren't going anywhere. Like the fans, nobody's going to like true. stop becoming a, a, a fan of the Mets because they had a really rough August. Like the Mets have had far rougher stretches yeah, than this August. Yeah, that's that's a good point. That's a good point. And uh, Mets fans I, I, are still there. Mets fans are still there. So uh, they're disgust, I guess. Um, yeah. And it, it's got to hurt just knowing that like the Yankees are so hot right now too, right? Like that probably makes. I feel like if you're in New York, right? Like the you know that that rivalry is just always there. The Subway Series that that. It's just like a bitter, like you're not always like looking to see what they're doing, but like you're aware of it. You know what I mean? And like, right, right. It's got to sound even worse knowing that the other team in New York is doing better than you. Yeah, right. No, I and I get that, and that they've they've had to live with that for a long time now. Now, AB, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna do this. This is not something I want to do because I don't I don't love the Mets. I don't. I don't really like them at all, uh, but uh, but I'm gonna I'm gonna come in defense of the Mets real quick, okay? The Mets, Mets fans, fans or, the, or the Mets, okay, okay. Mets fans, Mets fans for booing poor play. Now, 
there's a lot of there's there's like this debate now of people are like, well, is it okay to boo your own team when they're poor playing poorly? Should you be should you boo your your own team when they're playing poorly? And it's like, and I get it. Like if if you're a diehard, you may think like, no, you should never boo your your team. You should always like support them because that's what you need. You're you're a fan, which is short for fanatic, for a reason. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, every fan base in America boos their own team at some point. When it gets when it gets when things get dark, everyone boos their own team at some point, one or another. Well, there was a lot of in Philadelphia too. Especially if you're in Philadelphia. Yeah, in fact, Philadelphia, I don't even think they ever boo the opponent. I think they just only boo their own team. I don't think they uh, ever cheered either. It's wild. Yeah, it's 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 crazy. Um, that's why they're called the birds, short for boo birds. Uh the <laughs> so I I think that the Mets uh I think Mets fans are getting ripped on a lot right now because like, oh, you shouldn't ever boo your own team. No, no, no. People boo their own team all the time. And you'll see it like uh like, like with the Cardinals. The Cardinals, they'll be the first fans to tell you that, oh, we have the best fans in baseball. Uh, you know, they'll go out of their way to tell you that they have the best fans in baseball. Okay. And they'll always say, Oh, oh, you can't boo your own team. You can't boo your own own. We would never boo our own player, no matter how poorly they were. That's not true. That's not true. I've been to even a Cardinals game who were, you know, if people want to say they're the, they're the best fans in baseball, even they are booing their friend. I, I went to a game. Jason Isringhausen uh, was their closer, blew a four run lead in the ninth inning. And he was booed as he was walking off the mound. As they came off to get, give me the ball, let's bring in someone else. He's walking back to the dugout, booed by the entire stadium. Okay. I was cheering because I was they were playing the Dodgers and I was uh, I wanted them to. But if you think that your fan base is above booing a bad team, that's that's not you're wrong. You're wrong. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Here, here's Jack Jack Ryan. Jack Ryan trash takes. Oh, thank you, Jack. First of all, thanks, thank Jack. You. He says I'll boo Bryce Harper if he draws a walk instead of hitting a home run for that money. See, and that's what I and I believe Jack is. Correct me if I'm wrong. But Jack is in Philadelphia. He is. He is. So that's what I'm saying. It's okay to boo your mm-hmm. own team. And it, if you think, if you're a fan that you think that your team or your fan base is above booing your own team, you're just wrong. That's that's wrong. Every fan yeah. base has booed their own team at some point or another. And at some point, your team's going to be bad enough to where you will probably want to boo your own team. Well, and that's and, where the Mets. That's where the Mets have been at. They they they've been sucky this month. I will add to that. At some point, the booing does stop, though. Like if you're a Pirates fan, the the booing does eventually stop because <laughs> it gets tiring. You know, you you well, can't you you can't boo that much. What? It's not physically possible. And I get that. I get that. The Pirates are beyond that. My question, AD, at what point? Like, what's worse, booing your own team? Or the sarcastic cheering, because I feel like that's the level I love, where the I love pirates sarcastic are. Cheer. Yeah, oh, the yeah, sarcastic love, cheering is like that's what pirates fans. Yeah, just and uh, chirping too. Chirping is, is, a, is a good one too. <laughs> but it's not okay to boo the Cardinals because those players play for the fans, not the money. All right, get out of here, Mob. Mob's <laughs> in St. Louis. Then get out of here. Get out of here. That's not. <laughs> uh, Jack Ryan says the sarcastic cheer is much worse than booing. The sarcastic yeah. cheer might be worse than booing. 
much more ob- obnoxious too. And, and it really, I think it, it does, it speaks more than booing actually. It, it, it does. Like maybe the Mets should try that. Maybe the Mets should like, instead of booing their team, when Javi Baez, when he hits a double, don't boo him. Or, you know, if he comes off the field or if he comes up to the plate, don't boo him. Do the sarcastic cheering because players can sense that. Players can sense give, the sarcastic cheering. And to me, that cuts much deeper than a boo. It does. It does. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Let's, uh, before we get out of here, let's get to, uh, let's get to a Frank fact. Frank fact. Frankie. Frankie, Frankie, uh, former Cork Bats guy, he hits us with a fun fact at the end of every episode, and we just uh, revel in that fact. Yeah, that's all um, we can do, really. Yeah, <laughs> it's really all we can do. Um, uh, uh, hang on, I'm, I'm posting this uh, to Twitter. Uh, here we go. All right. Oh, must be a good one today. Frank's, all right. uh, I mean, it's always good. What am I talking about? Yeah, what, what are you talking about? It's a Frank fact. Frank fact. Okay. Uh, AD, you ready for this? Today's Frank oh. fact. There hasn't been a left-handed catcher in the major leagues since 1989. But, but why though? Is it, is it, it this reminds me of the left-handed quarterback. Tua, of course, has, has brought that back. Tua is a left-handed quarterback. Right. Yeah. Tua. I think before Steve Young, him, another great. It was another Kellen. I think Kellen Moore was the last starting left-handed quarterback. Yeah, and that was like 2012, I think, or yeah. something like that. Well, now Kellen but, Moore is the offensive coordinator for the Cowboys, so I should tell you how long ago it was. Right, but is it? It's got to be something with. Are there more right-handed batters in the MLB? Like the way, like you, I'm just like you know, like they throw the ball. Is it would it hit the right-handed batter? You know, because he's a lefty. What, what what is the reason behind that? Yeah, that's a it's a good that's a good question um, because I don't know. <laughs> if you I know, mean, just, please. Uh, if there is there if there's like a, a baseball please. scout out there, or if there's a, yeah someone if that can someone, help explain this, like. I know there's, I know it's a baseball. There's a baseball reason to it. It's the same reason you don't see uh, what left-handed uh, third baseman. Well, that one makes sense. The left-handed third baseman, because you'd have to reach across your body. Uh, wait, no, no, no. This, this would be, you'd have to reach across your body to make the dive. And then you'd have to turn down and the third throw. baseline. Yeah. But, that's my left-handed throwing motion. But um, it, it, you could say the same thing for first base. Like that's why there are any right-handed first basemen. But there are. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's true. That's true. I. That's. Well, I don't. I don't know. I don't. Honestly, I don't know. Ad. Uh, you know. No, but he's a right-handed too. He pitches right-handed. I was gonna say. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Otani was gonna switch to catcher just to do it, but he's right-handed. Is he? Is he right-handed? Yeah, he's right-handed. Yeah, yeah, he's so, right-handed. Yeah. yeah, maybe he would switch yeah. to left hand just for the sake of doing it, just to say that. If Otani, okay, look, and and we don't talk enough about how great Otani is. He's amazing. He's, he's literally he's he's this generation's Babe Ruth, and that's not he's going to win the like. MVP, no doubter, right? I mean, it's got to be. Yeah, like not even he, close he's to he's so good. 
and I don't want to make it sound like I'm spoiled, like a spoiled sports fan, but I'll be really impressed if he plays catcher left-handed. He hasn't done much until he does not, that. Not that like, we my, should be book, asking yeah. any more of him. Yeah, not that we should be asking any more of him. He's already done more than we could ever even imagine. But, but I would he's be a, really impressed if he was a left-handed catcher. I, I would say if he's a true utility player that he would make that move because I'm not seeing yeah. it until he does that. <laughs> hey, Shohei, bet you won't, dude. Bet yeah, you won't. You won't. You won't, <laughs> you won't dude. I, like, yeah. I'm just saying, come on. Prove, prove your greatness, dude. You really want to be great? Try catching left-handed, okay? Then then we'll talk about you being the greatest of all time. <laughs> Until then, I, I don't know if we can have that conversation. Oh, my gosh. Uh, hey, uh, do us a favor. Follow at CorkBats2 on Instagram. We're trying to get to 150 followers by Thursday. What's Thursday? That's the day it launches. CorkBats2 on Instagram. If you are hearing my voice right now, whether it be on the podcast or the live stream, Go to Instagram right now. We got a little bit of content up there already. Little some little teaser clips little at Corkbats Two on Instagram. It's dropping Thursday. You're gonna want to be there. You're gonna want to follow it. Trust me, the content set is post, great. Post notifications too. A little bell. Yes, set top. post notifications. We're gonna have we're it. gonna have a, a nice little rollout for this thing, and then it's gonna be boom. We're gonna be hitting you with some great content uh, throughout the football go. season. Yeah, it's we're we're so excited to be back on the Instagram platform after getting our account removed by Dana White in the UFC. Thanks guys. <laughs> that was <laughs> yeah, awesome. Really cool. Yeah. Really cool. And uh, yeah, that's uh, that's going to do it for that. So we would appreciate it if you guys would all, we're trying to get to 150 followers by Thursday, help us get there. We seriously would mean a lot to us. Um, yes, it would. And yeah, so that's, that's going to be the big thing for the, that's the big news for cork bats this week, uh, our new Instagram account. And then Saturday, College football, full College slate. College football's officially back. Week one, officially week, back. Week zero's over. Week one, here we come, baby. And week zero, I don't think you can count. I, look, no offense to Illinois or Nebraska fans out there, but I don't think you can count week zero because it's literally zero. That means nothing. Zero means nothing. So week it's, zero means nothing. This exactly. is week one, and I am so excited for football season. Officially, Alabama, Miami this weekend. I think right. True. Yeah. Jeez. I look, I get, get your couch I, ready. I have I have a boner right now. <laughs> you can't see it. Even it's, if uh, even if the camera was pointed down, you still wouldn't be able to see it. Uh it's but out just there, take though. my word for it. <laughs> it is out there. All right, AD, you got hey, anything for the room? Uh, I just want to give us a quick pat on the back for not talking about the Jake Paul fight at all. Just quick pat. Hey. We did, we it. did it. We did it. <laughs> Ladies and, and gentlemen, we did it. And uh, here I'm gonna I'm gonna do a little example here. Don't forget to uh, water your plants. Right here. Ooh, nice! Look at him. He's actually doing it live right there on the on on camera. Live watering. Live um, watering. Hey. Uh, also, I uh, since college football does start this week. I mean, it does for most teams, but not every team. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, your first bow to win college football update of the season. When do when are they back? Ne go Bears. Go Polar uh, Bears. Yeah, they're they, on the road at, at Hamilton College on September 18th. That's always a tough matchup. So good luck to our uh, Bowdoin College football 
team out there. Bowden. Yeah, what did I say? Bowden? I always I think, mispronounce I think it. So. It's I Bowden. already forgot. This, is, yeah. this podcast, The Junk Drawer, is your number one source for all things Bowden College football. We are so check we back will next you, week. We'll we will hit you, know you with an won. update every week. Yeah, we'll let you know how practice is going. We still have, what, three weeks? Damn, we still have three weeks. They start a week after the NFL does. That's insane. Um, so Bowdoin College, first game at Hamilton College in Clinton, New York. Uh, well, I, I think all of our calendars are circled for that one, right? Go Bears. Go Polar Bears. Fight Bo- Bowdoin. Fight. I, I don't even know if that's – it sounded good. Thank you. It yeah. felt good. All right. Uh, what is the word I say to get out of here? What is it? Um, what is it again? Oh, wait. Oh, sh- it, what? Yeah. It's, it's ahoy. Oh, that's right. Ahoy. <laughs> oh, thank you.